Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Hey listeners, you're listening to a podcast called Go Your Own Way. Is this the smooth jazz episode? <laughs> yes. Fair enough, I'm seduced already. Well, that's just my voice, it's naturally seductive. That's right, naturally seductive, no seductive hormones. This is one of your hosts, Peter, as always, except for that one time. <laughs> um, there's also Eric here. He's another regular person. I am. I am a normal human person. Regular human person. And we also have an irregular person, Ryan. How many How many punch, punches do I need on my punch card to become a regular person? Five. I feel like I'm working my way up to a free sandwich. Okay. Well, it's five, and this is your third third time, I think. That sounds about right. Second. Yeah. So is it your third? There. That was your second. All right. No, because he was here for... Oh, yeah, it is third. Something. And then last time was Cuban Missile Crisis. Yep. Yeah, don't try to jit me, man. Oh, the first, time was, the first time was the robot lady falling from the sky and killing our sister. Yes. Spoilers. But this time, Eric, what yeah. is it going to be? So, uh, I have chosen Star Wars A New Galaxy by Triple J the Banisher. Wow. They don't just yeah. hand titles like that out. You they gotta earn not. something like that. That's right. You gotta, you gotta banish at least five people. <laughs> I got a punch card too? Yeah. yeah. So JJJ right. the Banisher is at J Jonah Jameson the Banisher. <laughs> he banishes you from his office. Maybe. I mean, I was thinking because the topic of the story it might be JJ Junior, little JJ Abrams' son. JJ <laughs> Junior. Oh. That was JJ Abrams. That's what I named my kid. <laughs> but the first two J's already stand for Junior. <laughs> Jun Jun Junior, the first. So what happens in Star Wars A New Galaxy, Eric? In a galaxy even further away from the last one, the Sith have taken control of the inner 35 planets and have destroyed the other Urdi 500. Is that a typo, or is that a word I don't know? Urdi 500, that's a lot of planets. That's a number we don't normally see because it's it's, so big. It's got to be a typo. But also at the same time, they took over 35 planets and destroyed 4,500? That seems like sort of crazy math. But okay. The Banisher don't mess around. I guess not. What if we banished like literally 99% of this galaxy? Let's do that. Seems a little overboard. It seems... Yeah, it seems like an overreaction. All this in hope of keeping the galaxy entirely to themselves. The Sith have fled from the last galaxy when Luke Skywalker destroyed them. Four endings. How did they flee if they were destroyed? I feel like we missed a solid section of that story. (laughs) Got the beginning and the ending. Yeah, listeners, Ryan is our uh, resident Star Wars guy, so he's going to point out all the bad things. I don't think I don't think that necessitated any Star Wars knowledge. I'm just <laughs> curious what went on between those two sentences. <laughs> I mean, there was that one video game where Darth Vader had this secret apprentice. 
and presumably goes on to have further secret apprentices. Actually, I I, th- I just missed the opening line of this story. It's in a galaxy even further away from the last one. So this isn't even Star Wars. This is like Star Wars' neighbor, like one right. over. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's the last galaxy on the left. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, what level of canon is this? Uh, this is, if you don't read this story, you should not go see episode seven. Yeah. Okay. Definitely spoilers. It leads right into it. <laughs> and, and then it leads right into the ending of that movie, actually. You don't even need to see episode seven. Just read this story. You'll be fine. What would you do if you watched episode seven after all the waiting and it would just literally be this story? <laughs> just literally <laughs> playing the podcast episode of us reading through yeah. the story. We'd make a lot of money. We'd better. Well, unfortunately, I mean, J.J. Jr. owns the rights to the story, so I assume... Dang it. I would assume he would take home those royalties. But that was the plan. I mean, J.J. sent his little son out to seed the internet with choose-your-own-adventure stories <laughs> in the hopes that one would be read. Oh, boy. It's not any more... Uh, Unlikely than the plot description we just read. So that's true. Indeed. I'm noticing um, this seems to be a dialogue-driven story with multiple characters. So does that mean we each get to play different characters? Because I mean, we almost never get to do one of these, and they're fun. It's true. It's true. Well, you're you're gonna do the narration bits. I'll be Kirok. So do you want to be Gail Ryan? Yeah, fair enough. Okay. I'll be... Who am I? I thought you were <laughs> Kirok. I'm, I'm, I'm Kirok, okay. And what, Captain Ling, I guess? Me? Yeah, I will also be Captain Ling. Okay, cool. Go, we can do this. Okay. Roger, sir. Going in for landing on Temony. Damned fifth... Sam Sith Cruisers. I can't read an S. No, it's okay. This character has a speech impediment. <laughs> It's rough when you have to say Sith all the time. Sith. Sir, I suggest you manipulate the forward arm thrusters. They could throw the Sith off. Forward arm thrusters? Isn't that just called punching? (laughs) (laughs) You keep that lip up. You're going to see some forward arm thrusters. (laughs) Um, Since I'm voicing two characters, Captain Ling says, Good idea, Private Jensen. Arm the... Arm thrusters, Gale. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Arm thrusters are especially armed today. (laughs) The last Federation cruiser in existence flew at speeds over 99 million miles per hour at the planet in the distance. Suddenly, four dark Sith manipulator ships converged out of a warp tunnel. Uh Uh-oh. I don't think warp tunnels are things in Star Wars, are they? (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, we're we're in the galaxy next to the galaxy far, far away, so I assume that's where they get their warp tunnels from. Oh, okay. You know, right. old warp tunnel depot down in the second galaxy. I'm just going to say boom tubes, so this is officially a DC Comics crossover now. Pretty sure we're supposed to be a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> really don't need you talking about your boom tube. <laughs> I love how like we're like two sentences into the story. <laughs> I can tell we're gonna make really good progress. 
Then from the side of the cruiser, an arm extends very quickly, and it flips the small fed cruiser above the manipulators, and immediately after that, the large Wookiee Kiron, bred for intelligence but also some power, floored the engines on the ship. Bred? He's not a dog. I was going to say, like... That's racist, yo. We've invented warp tunnels... We've definitely treated the Wookiee like some sort of slave who's been bred for specific things. Apparently, the engines on the ship come with a gas pedal. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing so hot here. I'm okay with all of this. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. This all seems very canon to me. And I, I also have no idea how an arm on a spaceship reaches out and somehow flips another spaceship over. I'm not even sure which spaceship we're on. We're on the one with the armed arm thrusters. Okay. What's so difficult about this? The forward armed arm thrusters that are armed (laughs) and arming the other ship. I'm just imagining now our our ship is just a huge fish floating through space. But who is the Federation? Like, what's a Federation cruiser? Is this a Star Wars crossover as well as a made-up DC crossover? You gotta let the world building unfold, you know? We're we're taking a glimpse into this wonderful, rich fantasy world that they've constructed for us. Is a Federation cruiser not a thing in Star Wars? It sounds like it is. I mean, is there a Federation? It's a trade Federation. The trade Federation? I guess. (laughs) <laughs> we better keep going yeah. fine <laughs> fine hung up on these little little details we gotta Who's get these little large arm details we have to get <laughs> through at least the first page in this episode who's doing captain ling i'm doing captain ling captain ling says brace positions and now we all have to say yes sir yes yes, yes sir. sir size is five so, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't about. know what that means. <laughs> Is that... Do, what? Okay, so we can enter brace position or help Kirok with the steering. How, how do you help him with the steering? <laughs> He's a little drunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Scoot over, man. Let, let me take the wheel for just a second. I mean, I assume if there is a gas pedal that you actually floor... Probably there's an old-fashioned uh, ship's wheel, and it gets harder to turn as you're trying to do more extreme things, so some extra they, muscle power is... They haven't invented power steering yet, man. Still gotta roll down the windshield. <laughs> right? They went straight to warp tunnel and skipped hydraulics. Are we gonna be able to help Kirok with the steering? Because it says he's he's better for intelligence, but also some power. Is he gonna be too powerful for us? For us to change the steering? Oh, I thought that was a different character. Okay, I think that's just a typo then. I thought Kirok oh, and, and Kirok were the same people. Maybe not. No, I, are, I, thought, I thought they were. No, I think they are the same people. I didn't okay. realize there was that Fair spelling difference. Maybe it's first last name thing. Kirok, Kiron, <laughs> the pilot. I, I gotta say, for a uh, six out of eight for goodness, this story is all over the place. So hey, far. I am thoroughly enthralled with this chase sequence going on. 
Okay, no. maybe maybe I'm just in a bad mood. All right. No, the player rating is only five out of eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently, I'm in a bad mood, and my memory is going. <laughs> so, do we brace for impact or help with steering? I want to try to steer away from this last Federation cruiser. I think we are the Federation cruiser. Okay. Well, I think we should steer away from the four dark Sith manipulator ships. Yeah, I'm in favor of helping with steering as well. All right. So we help Kirok slash Kiron with the steering. (laughs) Captain Ling, get your ass braced, Jensen. Also what he says before fucking you. Oh my jeez. Cannon. Cannon. I need to... What does that expression even mean? And I don't think I've ever heard a human utter the phrase, get your ass braced. <laughs> like, is that, does that why you need to find a brace for your ass? Because your, your ass isn't it's, bracing. You need to get it braced. It, it's deep space lingo, man. Okay, got it. It's technical. Technical jargon. Yeah. Got it. This is pilot talk. Yeah. Um, size is still five, whatever that means. So we can help Kirok with the steering or brace position and weight. I don't know why you're given the same. I guess, should we try the steering again? I think he yelled at us for trying the steering. Yeah. So we, oh. we, made, so, him, we made Captain Lang a little angry. Yeah. So we can forge ahead and maybe be heroes mm. or possibly die in the impending collision. <laughs> Or we can brace and not piss off the captain. Well, I'd rather the captain be pissed off than I'd be dead. <laughs> Although, alternatively, having three people try to steer the same steering wheel is <laughs> probably the worst idea if you're trying not to die. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Let's help with the steering. Yeah. All right. You remain at the steering helm, but two large hands come over your shoulders and you are forcefully slammed into the brace position. Gale does what he's told and locks you in. After a while, you realize something has malfunctioned and Gale can't fix it because he can't terminate his order and the captain is unconscious to do it for him. The Wookiee is having trouble. What do you do? Okay, Okay. two steps back. Let's figure out what's happening in this scene. So, (laughs) okay, so... So Gale puts us in our chair, puts down the seatbelt thing, but then Gale's chair is fucked up, and he can't he can't fix it because the captain got knocked unconscious somehow, and also the Wookiee is having trouble, but he's the pilot, so it's unrelated. Yeah, I, I think that I think that's what's happening right now. But the, the the options are try to wrestle off Gale or sit there. Are we? So I think Gale is actually holding us in the brace position. Is Gale a robot? Maybe. But that would be crappy Star Wars canon since all the robots have name and number designations in Star Wars. But I mean, I I don't know why you would say something like can't terminate his order unless he is a droid. So what it sounds like is that the chair's malfunctioning, but Gale can't fix it, but he also can't stop trying to make the chair work because he's a robot. So we can try to wrestle off the maybe a robot 
<laughs> or we can sit there. It seems like all of our attempts so far to do anything have just been the story making us sit there and do nothing. I feel like we're getting arm thrusted all day here. So should we just take the hint and sit there? I think so. Alright. Okay. I-, I can't say I feel differently. Like... <laughs> I feel like after the third time trying to do something, if the story's like, no, sit the fuck down, you're being told to sit the fuck down. (laughs) (laughs) You sit there and wait and wait and wait. You know you are useless in this position, but you also know that. Then suddenly, size is five, death by explosion. Dang. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still perplexed what the sizes 5 is. I think we missed something in the instructions. This must have something to do with the how to play the game or something. I mean, just go back and try and wrestle Gale? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so I guess uh, we should maintain an antagonistic relation to the writing. That's fine. I guess so. Alright, we gotta stick to our guns. You can't seem to wrestle the little robot off, and then suddenly he shifts his weight a little bit higher. Sure, that seems reasonable okay, for a so robot to do. He's a robot, so at least we, we confirm that our theory turned out to be true. Hmm. So, he is a robot. And he shifts his weight a little bit higher, so... Okay, so I'm trying to imagine the scene. He's messing with the chair... Restraint. It's not working. So he's like... I think he's just sitting on like, our lap. Well, he's on our lap. Or he's like, I think he's wrapped around us. <laughs> is, is Gale a snake robot? Well, I mean, you know, like maybe he's behind the chair and like he's got his arms and legs wrapped around like our chest. Hmm. I mean, he is a little robot. So imagine he's just like tiny little gnome thing that's just sitting on our shoulder i mean he could be like a seatbelt robot or like that's his duty in life is to be a seatbelt wow okay fair enough (laughs) (laughs) all right so we can either slip under or sit there i think we've established that sit there is not a good not a good way to go when you're exploding Alright, you manage to slip under the robot's grasp, but he doesn't make a move to chase you. We can help Kirok with steering, or gloat to the captain. Wait, captain's <laughs> unconscious. That's right. <laughs> we are a sociopath, if that even crosses our mind. See, like, we're, we're on the verge of death, being chased by Sith manipulator ships, and goes, uh, we, we, should, we should go over to that uh, unconscious officer over there and just kind of gloat a little. <laughs> Hey, hey, officer man, your seatbelt robot didn't work. All right, <laughs> carry on being unconscious. Bitch. Oh. <laughs> right. I kind of want to do it now, though. <laughs> I think no. we should see what happens. I'm going to guess it's death by explosion, but I'm curious. Okay. You walk to the captain, but he's dead. He's bleeding from a wound <laughs> to his temple. <laughs> When the fuck did this happen? <laughs> did someone shoot him? I like this 
this scene now because it, it makes it very clear that not only were you considering going over to glow to the captain, but you could clearly see he's on the ground, not moving. There's and no bleeding. other situation where you turn over there and you're like, he looks like he's in a state where I could just go glow to him and we'd have a laugh <laughs> about that. He's clearly at least severely injured in a crisis scenario. <laughs> I love this. I love our character. Kirok, Kirok, or no, who, who are we? Do we who have you? a name? We don't oh, have are you? Yet. Yeah. All right, I love this guy. He's, uh, he's my kind of man. Man of action. Man mm. of gloating. Man of man little of, empathy. A man of size five. <laughs> We're gonna figure out what the size of five is. I think it's a, it's gonna be a big twist. Act three. Finally, we get to help Kirok with the steering. You tap on the brace foil in the selected manner and roll forward to the helm. <laughs> Those mm. words do not go together. Those aren't <laughs> on the brace. We we can break this down. We can do this. I believe in us. So we're. There's some kind of thing called a brace foil that you tap on in a manner that is selected and that causes you to roll forward towards the helm. Def- okay, we got it. Definitely definitely got a clear image of what See, that looks par- like. Part of me keeps thinking like this must just bleh, this must just be like Star Wars terminology that I'm not understanding, but then Ryan, you're like not knowing any more than I do. Well, again, we're not we're not even in Star Wars. We're in the galaxy next door, so we're in we're a all new kind of yeah. We're just uh, kind of figuring out as we go. I guess so. The intelligent Wookiee looks at you and bleats. Four back manipulator thrusters have male food. Did he just bleat like a goat? I just you got to read it like a goat. Four black manipulator. <laughs> Four black manipulator tosses have mouth hauled. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but bleat, B L E E T isn't. I don't think it's a word. I think it's. I think it it's a sound a goat makes. No, B L E A T. Oh, okay. So I don't know what B L E E T is. And mm. according to Urban we... Dictionary, it's to blog and tweet about something at the same time. So that's why he's almost hitting Bullshit. shit, is because he's at the wheel <laughs> twittering things. <laughs> Yo, hold up, I need a new profile pic. He's taking a selfie while he's supposed to be... Where my selfie stick at? Does does this writer think that, like, Wookiees are not intelligent in the regular Star Wars universe? I mean, this one's clearly intelligent, it says so right there, so... But Definitely... Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't say something like <laughs> the intelligent human. Like I would, I would be very flattered if people just started uh, introducing me that way. This is my intelligent friend Ryan, <laughs> or intelligent <laughs> Ryan, as we call him. I want you had to have your uh, business cards say <laughs> Ryan, the intelligent human. <laughs> I'll bleed at them when I'm introducing myself. Yes. <laughs> So what does four-back manipulator thrusters have malfoed? I'm guessing it's like malfunction, but you're saying it quickly, or it's like, you know, pilot jargon. I guess. But what does... What does four-back mean? F-O-R-dash-back. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Let's just keep going. Maybe they're trying to smash together forward and back, like they're they're forward-back manipulators. Mm. They're the fists that punch backward and forward. Yeah, I don't fucking know. 
Okay. It's such a tense situation that you don't bug the Wookiee about his pressure speech problems. Oh, it's supposed to be intentionally bullshit. Okay. Mm, he's, like, he's only kind of intelligent. Right? You go out of your way to say the intelligent Wookiee, and then you mock the Wookiee for his speech impediment. Maybe he's got, like, a like a translation device going on or something. Because Wookiees, Wookiees don't make human words, I assume, <laughs> that in this true. universe as well. So maybe, or maybe he's just really good at, like, he, he can... He's not even talking in the Wookiee language. He's just straight up talking English. Yeah, that's actually kind of impressive. So yeah, this all I forgive all of his horrible grammatical inconsistencies. Instead, you begin to work on readjusting the malfunctioning forward and backward manipulator thrusters. Oh, for fuck's sake! There you go. Unfortunately, you run into a problem. You would need Gale, but he is hibernating, and it could take too long to wake him up. With no thrusters, you have no brakes, and 100 million miles an hour is not how you want to approach a planet. 30 seconds and counting, hurry up. Why is the fucking robot hibernating? <laughs> this is the worst fucking crew on the planet. You've got a guy who can't get his seatbelt to work. You got a robot who went to help him and then went to sleep. You got a guy who's dead and then a Wookiee just straight up bleating gibberish at you. <laughs> and apparently at least one other person who is just curled up in the fetal position doing fuck all, right? Oh, is there, there another, another person? person? Oh no, that was Gale. Never mind. Yeah, I think it's just us. I think it's just the, <laughs> this wonderful functioning crew that's definitely doing their job. Okay, so... Well, one thing to note is that our size is still five. <laughs> okay, God. so I think we should probably explain for anyone who's not actually following along with the story that the, that line, like, literally appears at the bottom of every page. And size is in all caps. As if it were important, but with no explanation of its importance. So I'm, I'm curious if size will ever be six, or maybe size will be four. Is this like Mario? Are we little Mario right now? And we'll eat a mushroom later and become size 10? I don't want to see what the story turns out to be when we eat a mushroom. <laughs> Considering what it is right now. <laughs> Alright, what are our options, Captain? We can try to repair the thrusters. We can try to wake up Gale. We can take the helm and tell Kirok to repair the thrusters. Okay, so we've already established that it would take too long to wake up Gale, so probably not the best option to go with. Yeah, and it seems silly to kick someone off a task they're already doing and make them do another task. Like, I feel like you're wasting time at that point. I feel like he's he's in the pilot's chair for a reason. Yeah. Although, considering the rest tweeting. of this crew, maybe not. Maybe they just decide when they're in space who's going to pilot. They close their eyes and spin around in a circle and point until it <laughs> lands on something. That'd be realistically the most functional thing this crew has done so far. <laughs> True. Do you guys True. want to try to repair the thrusters then? Yes. Yeah, let's, uh, yes. let's arm those forward arm thrusters. <laughs> okay, so I also have to say that, like, brace position is meaningless when you're traveling 100 million miles. 
<laughs> Brace yourself. We're traveling so fast you will literally liquidate as we hit the atmosphere. Yeah, like brace position is meaningless at that point. Like <laughs> you could just like strip naked and start screaming. <laughs> Equally Maybe that effective. is brace position. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, he told us to brace our asses. So that, oh, no, that's that's true. You have to get naked so that the captain can properly ensure that your ass is braced. You get low over the thrusters and try to work around the 50-odd wires, but you can't see the olive green thruster wires that would lead to a thruster console. A light source could be helpful. Mm. Okay. I also like the touch that it's specifically olive green thruster wires. Well, I mean, all the other wires are just regular green. <laughs> That's why This is why this is really tricky. I don't know who put this together, but this is terrible design. <laughs> The wires were designed by, like, interior decorators, so they all have very specific, like, names to go with their shade, <laughs> and they thought it would be good if, like, all the thruster wires were within a specific spectrum of green, <laughs> so you have to remember which one is olive. Cut the chartreuse wire! I said chartreuse, you idiot! <laughs> no, that's puce! <laughs> I don't even remember which color puce is, to be honest with you. All right, so we can keep looking or get the Wookiee to help. They have night vision. I, I mean, well, if we did that, then there would be nobody at the helm. It Does it matter at this point? Does it I, I matter? I feel like every time we do something to disagree with the story, like it, it punishes us. So I, I feel like we should probably... I mean, it clearly seems like it's hinting towards the right decision in this case. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I think it, getting the Wookiee is the way to go. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, That's okay. A, yeah, yeah, get the Wookiee. Get the Wookiee to help. Are you crazy? I can't leave the helm and you can't drive. <laughs> can Alright, stand corrected. I guess all you can do is try to wake up Gale, which we were told was our only bad option two options ago. Okay. Yeah. Let's wake up, Gale. Never mind that 30 seconds is definitely fucking up at this point. You walk unsteadily to Gale because somehow we've gotten drunk. Which if we were me. all drunk, that would explain everything in the story so far. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. This is like the hangover in space. <laughs> Just wake up. What did we do last night? Okay. <laughs> So, his tentacles are held fast to the walls, and only the captain has the wake-up code. Oh, you're right. He is a weird, tentacly snake robot. Yeah. Alright, you look over to the captain, but there's blood coming from his temple, and you notice a sharp corner of a sword-shaped box (laughs) that must have hit his head. A sword-shaped box. Yo, what you got in that box? The box shaped exactly like a sword. What? Is it a sword? No. What the actual fuck is a sword-shaped <laughs> box? Alright, guys, uh, prepare for takeoff here, and just keep in mind that my sword-shaped box is not secured to anything, so just watch yourself as we hit 100 miles per million miles per hour, because uh, <laughs> might shift around a bit and stab someone in the temple. So, I read an article once about drag racing in, like... A car that you might drive around regularly. Like, not a car that you own just for drag racing, but, like, you know, maybe you've souped up 
your daily driver to the point where you can drag race it for fun every once in a while. Okay. And they gave some advice that I think might apply to traveling at 100 million miles per hour. And it was, look at everything on the floor of your car and in your back seat and think, would I want this to hit me in the balls at 200 miles an hour? (laughs) (laughs) If the answer is no, remove it from the vehicle. And I think that clearly applies to a sword-shaped box. You want my sword-shaped box? Don't fit in the trunk. Does he mean scabbard? Is it a scabbard? Uh, I I don't think it's a scabbard. (laughs) I think it's just a box that's shaped like a sword. You know, sword-shaped shipping boxes you get at the post office. Maybe it's some kind of collectible. I'm hoping he just means, like, a lightsaber-shaped box, so it's just a tube. (laughs) That seemed a little more reasonable, but... The sharp corner of a tube. (laughs) <laughs> Fair enough, alright. Okay, wait, just a second. These are our options. We can okay. look in the box. Mm. We have 30 seconds left to live, mm. which expired at minimum a minute ago. <laughs> Yo, what's in that social box? No, we're going We're going so fast that time is slowing down. So 30 seconds yeah, is like an hour. We got like two years. So we can, we can open the sword-shaped box, we can try to repair the thrusters, or we can take the helm and tell Kirok to repair the thrusters. I want to look in the box, because I assume that in this world, flashlights are shaped like swords. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, makes sense to me. Makes about as much sense as anything so far, so I want, fair I want, theory. I, I don't think we can't not look in the box. Yes. And I let's, might have said that backwards, I have no idea. I'm let's look myself. in the box. You look in the box and see a handle of some kind. A lightsaber. A great ah. source of weaponry, light, and force origination. Okay, has this person seen a Star Wars movie? <laughs> yeah, man, lightsabers. You know, Obi-Wan gave Luke his first lightsaber and was like, yo, this is a great source of weaponry right here. Light just, uh, and force origination. If you need some weaponry, just open this right up and it's a great source of that. It must be the captain's, but looking at him, it's pretty obvious he's dead. So, he stored the lightsaber in a sword-shaped box. So, it must have had a bunch of empty space where <laughs> the lightsaber would usually come out of. And if no, it's you don't understand, man. The, the lightsaber was broken, so it just never turned off. So it's just like, <laughs> fuck it. It's the whole it's thing's just, gonna go in a box. It's just stuck on. I guess so. But the cool thing here, listeners, is that we can pick up the lightsaber. It's in our inventory now. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Let's use the fucking lightsaber. Should we use it as a light source to repair the thrusters? Yes. Okay. This item can't be used here, I swear to God. Okay, try to repair the thrusters. No, wait, I got it. Use item... There. Yeah. I had to hit try... I didn't hit try to repair the thrusters first. You turn on your lightsaber to 20% of its height, and it illuminates the dark area perfectly. Thank God it has that option. It's like a little flashlight app on your phone. It's got a couple settings on there. You find the thrusters and repair them. Now to visit the Thieves Guild on Temini. You have a particularly light, nice bounty in the cargo hold. 
Ooh. Oh, we're getting chased. What? Oh, we're going so the... fast that they lost us. What happened okay. to the Sith? What the fuck is? I mean, they saw on? what a bunch of fuck ups we were, and they're like, "We're not even gonna get involved in that." That is a that's a bad deal right there. Right. They so... will clearly just kill themselves in about ten minutes. <laughs> just take the day off. And sword-shaped uh. boxes and shit. <laughs> oh, Isn't the God. whole point of a lightsaber is that when it's off, you can just carry it around as a handle and you don't need a scabbard for it? Yes, that is 100% the point. Hmm. All right. I mean, not, maybe not the whole point, but that is definitely one of its major attractions as a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay, well, like, smooth landing. Yeah. Kirok lands the Federation craft at the planned rendezvous area, but there's no one there to meet the craft, which is unusual for such a large bounty. Kirok asks Gale, in Robotech, as he is captain because the real captain is dead, Gale responds by heading outside and checking for a Sith presence. Wait, so Kirok is the Apparently Kirok is the captain now, and apparently okay. he speaks Robotech. Doesn't Robotech that Gundam knockoff? <laughs> like... The 90s. I don't think it was... Was it a knockoff? I think it was just its own giant robot thing. Because hmm. uh, there's Robotech and Battletech and Mech Warrior. So, whichever Is there one Mech of those... I think maybe Robotech was the first one, and then Mech Warrior, and I don't know about Battletech, honestly. Was Battletech a thing? Am I making Battletech up? It wouldn't be the like first it's time. It's impossible for Battletech not to be something. Like, it wouldn't be the first time I've just made shit up. Okay, no, Battletech is a thing. I'm not insane. Wait, why did the robot get promoted? Why, why was he second in command? I don't think the robot got promoted. I think he just only responds to whoever is captain. Plus, the robot had to go outside and look for a Sith presence. That oh, doesn't Kirok sound. Kirok is captain. Yeah, Kirok. Okay, is so captain. in Robotech, as he is captain, because the real captain. Okay, so Kirok is the he. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why did we buy a robot that you can't just talk to? Wait, because assume... like if you have like R two D two in the movie, like he boops and beeps and stuff, but he still understands English. That kind of defeats the purpose of an assistant if you have to learn an entirely new language to talk to him. It's it's cheaper to buy one that only speaks Robotech. Like if you can speak it, like you might as well save you know five grand, right? <laughs> Fair right. enough. And Very probably like captain. the English speaking program takes up a lot of hard drive space. Uh, yeah, that's reasonable. It's more reasonable than most things so far. <laughs> <laughs> so do we go with Gale or stay with Key Rock? Like how it just told us that we have Captain again, but we're just going to do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> um, I guess let, we should just go check out what's going on with with Gale. And... Yeah, I think let's go with Gale. Let's do that. If the Sith show up, we might need a seatbelt. Okay, so I'm going to be drunk while I'm doing the voice because I assume that I got drunk. Because that's the only thing that explains it. Oh, for our character? Yes. Okay. Awkward Gale. Because he had his... His... 
Scanner weaponry. Good idea, Jensen. You really should be calling me sir, you know. Key. 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 You're not, you're not a captain. I can't, I can't call you sir. Just, this is, this is, you know? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That was pretty horrible, hey? <laughs> Gail bleeps impatiently. Oh, that's you. Fine. Fine. Oh. Let's, let's go, Gail. Let's go. Is that impatient enough? Yes. Let's go. I should. I really should be doing my best Rick impression, actually. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Morty, you know, found a lightsaber. Fine, Morty, you gotta, you gotta stick it way up there. You gotta yeah. stick it way up in your anus. <laughs> your only two options are westward and eastward, because northward leads straight into a canyon, and <laughs> you would find a Sith city, Tacon, southward. And what? you would find a wild Sith city. So oh, find a wild Sith city. I don't What's... know what a wild Sith city is. Wild? A wild Sith city? Cities aren't wild. That's not a thing. Oh, fuck's sake. Okay. Well, so basically we can go west or east. Well, I'm fucking American, so we should go west, right? That's true. Manifest destiny and all that bullshit. Eminent domain. Let's take over this country. You search westward, and because you are the highest-ranked human around Gale, you have control. <laughs> you meaning you set... the only human? <laughs> you set him to light music. <laughs> you whistle along to the tune, then a massive Let me explosion sing you the song occurs. of my people. <laughs> massive explosion. <sighs> okay, a massive explosion occurs from the spaceship behind you. The whole thing detonated. Out of the blue, a dark Sith lightsaber whirling bounds toward you. <laughs> Size is five. Okay, so we've established that we're not only being chased by Sith, but we're landing on a planet where entire cities are Sith. So our first reaction to just walking out on our own is, yo, pump up some jams. Let's get some tunes going. Yep. This is definitely a thing you do when in deep in enemy territory. That is correct. Fair enough. Okay. Well, we probably stood in character for everything else so far. We I mean, we're stay drunk, remember? Uh, yeah. Like, we need some jams. <laughs> All right, we got a we got a dark okay. Sith. So what we can, can run we away. We can command Gale to slam him while you run away. Mm. We can body slam him, or we can use the lightsaber. So it's basically just combinations of slamming and running. Or lightsabering. So I, I guess if we have a lightsaber, it seems like... Yeah, let's do that. Always always lightsaber. Always lightsaber. I think that's that's fair. You draw your lightsaber and nimbly block his attack. He seems surprised. Join me and the dark side, little one. We can accept... Or decline and attack. I decline. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't even have a sword-shaped box. Can't trust this guy. Right? What a douche. You decline and swing your lightsaber for his head, but he ducks and knocks your saber way up into the air. 
he is about to impale you when another green lightsaber blocks him. Suddenly, Jedi are everywhere. <laughs> so suddenly, Jedi are everywhere. <laughs> but despite outnumbering the lone Sith 20 to 1, he kills them with ease. Okay. Finally, they drive him back to his Sith pod and he flies off, except they're dead. What? All told, <laughs> only eight Jedi remain, the last of the Order. Wait, so all of the Jedi were just hanging out here waiting to save our asses? Yo, we was hiding under these rocks for a while, and you came, so we figured, why not? So, I guess he didn't kill them all, even though it implied that. Yes, apparently he killed all but eight of them. And also, for some reason, we know they're the last of the Order, even though there's no way for us to know that. You, being a criminal, are wary, but your ship and Kirok slash Gale, if they survived, are gone. No, what if they survived, they are not gone. Wait, Gale's right there. He's, like, standing right next to us. Maybe he slid it, slid it away. Did he go back to bed? Didn't we have to get him out of hibernation again? Maybe. It's gonna take a couple years. Well, apparently, Gale just ran away. <laughs> Fucking useless seatbelt. Like, what is it? This robot goes into hibernation if the captain dies and no one can talk to him until it's been established that there's a new captain, but he can run away at the moment at a moment's notice for no goddamn reason. Beep boop boop boop. We could have used That's a seatbelt. Robotech for fuck this shit, I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh. A Jedi goes to you but you don't hear what he says because your fifteen year old mind has had enough. You faint. Size like, is five. Fuck this. Oh, and apparently we're 15, so that's cool to know. The author is probably, like, crying at this point. For the record, I'm having a lot of fun with the story. <laughs> so, I mean, you did a good job there. Okay. You wake up and are suddenly dizzy. You aren't out on the planet top anymore. Yes, the planet top. <laughs> Yo, we in the planet bottom. This is a completely reasonable thing to call the surface of the planet. The planet top. Fuck's sake. You feel as if you are underground, although you can't prove it. How do you feel that? (laughs) What's being underground feel like? Suddenly you jump as a voice sounds in your ear, but no one is in the room. Like maybe there's a goddamn speaker... I'm talking to you through an ear chip placed in your outer ear. You show great potential the ear top. With the force. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and your lightsaber is on the bed to the right of you. Find a Glockentire to prove you are worthy to join the Jedi Order, despite being only 15. Good luck. What's yeah, a- those are one of those weird pianos, right? Yeah. yeah. Glockentires. Yeah. I think so. I'm pretty okay. sure. You can't believe what you just heard. You've been invited to join the Jedi Order. All you need to do is find the most basic Jedi cruiser part. The Glockentire advanced control stick that the pilots use. (laughs) Oh man, I can't wait to join this order of 12 men who just got killed by one dude. This is definitely an elite (laughs) order of warriors that I can't wait to be a part of. Yeah, we're definitely choosing the winning side i was thinking that like are they really in a position to be picky at this point and put us through trials when they're pretty much all dead if they want to recruit new people quickly they don't need to do this 
it's the zen approach to training like it it they present it as a test but it's actually training like i, I think they're just really desperate for more glock and tires <laughs> right like, yeah we gotta flip these glock and tires fast man you get one you're in and the crew and i mean i assume we just go on amazon and buy one right like, two-day shipping yeah so is this like mad max where we need to like find car parts and that <laughs> gives us leverage in society absolutely let's get to the thunderdome part so you snap your lightsaber to the belt of your traditional apprentice brown jedi robes then you look around the sick bay apprentice jedi are called padawans <laughs> Yo, i'm a- really excited to join your jedi order but uh two things when i'm unconscious please don't stick things in my ear and please do not dress me um that is all yeah <laughs> So we can search the sick bay or go out into the hallway. Maybe a Glock and tire is just right in the sick bay. Yeah. Quest south. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's search the sick bay. We might get like a health pack or something. Or some more ammo. Prep <laughs> <For the> lightsaber. <laughs> you quickly browse the sick bay, but you find nothing spectacular except some medicine. <laughs> However, it would be stealing to take some, and you were determined not to drop back into your outlaw ways. After all, you could be a Jedi. Size is five. Look, I don't know why being a Jedi means we can't steal some opiates. We're trying to kick our old habits, man. You know, when you're high on opiates going 100 million miles per <laughs> hour and your captain just got hit by a sword-shaped box, you know, your your life needs some changes. You Look, gotta I find think Jesus. we can all agree that that worked out just fine for us. <laughs> and then now we're on our way to becoming a Jedi. You walk out into the hallway, your new robe bristling. Oh, Jesus, get this thing off of me. Why is it bristling? Is it alive? Is it cranky? This is it's a horrifying robe. Why would you put me in this? <laughs> there are four doors ahead of you and an elevator at the end of the hall. We can do door one, back to sickbay, different options, because I'm sure sickbay has changed a bunch since we walked out of it. Plus, it's not ahead of us because we were coming from it. Yes. So we can do door two, door three, or door four. I mean, our robe is straight up bristling, so I feel like the geometry is, Mm. that's not of any concern. We're clearly in some kind of Lovecraftian horror dimension right now. Right. We've entered a non-Euclidean space. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a Whirler elevator, because I guess the brand of the elevator is very important at this juncture. Buy Whirler! I wouldn't <laughs> step foot in any elevator that's not Whirler. Those are death traps, man. entire story ends up just being, like, uh, product placement, or like an advertisement for Whirler elevators. <laughs> now with 50% less sword-shaped boxes. Right? In select models. While supplies last. <laughs> uh, well, we have very little information here. So I feel like we should just pick a number and check it out. Door four. Door four. Yeah. Sounds like as good a door as any. Fine with me. Door four. The handle won't budge. It does have a spot where a badge would fit. Step mm. back. Traditional Jedi badges. Alright, let's try back to sick bay. It's specifically telling us that there are different options, so... Check it out. Yeah. You go to the mahogany door. 
Yes, because there's definitely <laughs> mahogany. Man, we're just right. being merciless. At, at this point in this story, I would think that the writer believes that mahogany is actually a type of door and not like <laughs> a door building material. Hey, this is a beautifully crafted fantasy world where anything is possible. Maybe in this universe, there's mahogany doors. And we turn the central handles. There are two of them, at least, and they are in the center of the door for some unknown reason. Upon opening the doors, oh, now there's two of them, you enter a brightly illuminated sickbay. It appears empty, but we also have the option to talk to a nurse. <laughs> I like how we spent a little while just ruffling through all of the medbay stuff, just looking for things, and there's just a nurse there staring at us. What the fuck is wrong with you, and why is your robe bristling? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the nurse probably gave us the bristling robe. And the nurse is probably also aware that our size is five? Ma'am, I've come back to return this robe. Is far too bristly. Okay, I assume we want to talk to the nurse. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We just go back out in the hallway and come back a few times. You know. You walk up to the nurse. She looks as if she's about to shoo you off, but instead she looks at your cloak and invites you to sit down. Yo, you need to sit down. I don't know how to tell you this, but your robe is straight up bristly. <laughs> that is gross. Every day I'm bristling. <sighs> okay, so do we sit or stand? I don't know why we're getting this option. I want to sit down. Shit. Yeah, just sit down. Yeah, I want to sit down too. Maybe maybe our robe will relax. <laughs> Robe's had a tough day. Right? Robe's a little stressed out. Wait a minute. <laughs> this This page has me interested. You sit down and she puts her arm around your neck. Are you of an age as to not be offended by loving? Nothing pornographical or some such. Is that... Okay, they're not using quotation marks here, so I can't tell what's dialogue and what's narration. Yeah. Are they asking me if I'm on age as to not be offended by loving? Or is she sitting down and going, Are you of age not to be offended by some quote-unquote a loving? Nothing pornographical or some such, of course. I mean, and I, then she also I, says, that's my pickup line. No, she, that's, that's what I go. She with. also <laughs> says, "Size is five. Size is five. I'm, I'm going to assume it's this narration. That this, they're asking us if we are offended by some loving. So are, are you of an age as to not be offended by loving? That's phrased really confusingly. <laughs> I think we are of an age as to not. Yes. So we say yes. Yes. We are not offended by loving. Let's get some loving done. She puts her hand behind your robe and takes it off. Next, she goes for your pants. Why, why is every episode I'm on suddenly turns into an all-out orgy? Is, are you guys trying to tell me something, or, or is this my fault somehow? It's, it's your incurable animal magnetism, Ryan. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, you know me, I love them nurses and robot ladies. It's my two very specific fetishes. That's right. All right, so I assume we keep going? Yeah. All right. Struggle away. Just, like, wriggling out of that. Just Because you don't have your robe anymore, so I assume you're just straight up streaking through the Jedi base. 
You pick her up and bring her to one of the sickbay closets where you remove the rest of her clothing. She is maybe three and a half years older than you. 18.5. All right, I'm just going to drop you off in this closet here and uh, I'll see you later. And young for a nurse and you just couldn't pass up the opportunity. You go at it for quite a while before she finally... C. C dot dot S. Oh, okay. I guess that's how nurses work in the future with Jedis. They C dot dot S. Who knows what that could be? Certainly not me, an innocent young We're man. keeping this the sexy and classy. Just trying to read a Star Wars story. I, kudos to the writer for allowing the woman to orgasm. How's that, writer? Especially when I we're 15. Yes. Some it's pretty impressive. delicious actually. sci-fi statutory going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually pretty pretty impressive for like a 15-year-old. Even a criminal 15-year-old who has probably at least, you know, had sex before to mm-hmm. go until the lady C dot dot S's. <laughs> you walk out. Right into the hands of four Jedi getting treatment. What kind of treatment are they getting? Why also, why why do them? they have their hands all over us? I mean, <laughs> gentlemen, please. I need at least ten minutes and some water. <laughs> Has anyone seen my bristly robe? Two are wearing white robes. Two are wearing brown robes. One has a blue belt and one has a black belt. They I don't heard fuck you. with the black belt. <laughs> they heard you. <laughs> Were they just sitting in there listening? <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, you're right into their hands, so mm. clearly they they knew what was going on. They're just trying to get Advil for their hangovers. <laughs> fucking in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's 15. He'll be done in two minutes. I like how they're <laughs> four Jedi getting treatment. Like, So they were being treated while this was happening. <laughs> just, like, just me or is the, the soundtrack really inappropriate for what's going on right now i mean i'm getting open heart surgery so so looks like white robe one says fool we gave you a chance to become a jedi and you have sex with a nurse you are both exiled and so we can be right. exiled Ex- or we could use our lightsaber <laughs> I didn't think about that. use the lightsaber <laughs> oh this item cannot be used here i beg to differ <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty good chance we would have won because that one Sith guy took out like 12 of them. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, apparently we need to be exiled. Exiled. Exiled right. up. You are escorted to the Whirler elevator. <laughs> Bye, Whirler. This elevator ride is so smooth. <laughs> You can hardly hear the machinery. Anakin was a pen- potentially amazing, but he was rude, and we should have thrown him out and saved ourselves amazing trouble. We won't make the same mistake twice. I mean, that Anakin guy is pretty cool. Killed a bunch of kids, but he was so rude. So rude. So rude. <laughs> Not going to deal with that. So rude. The man who talked inserts a black card into the elevator slot. As we go up, your memory will be removed. <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of elevator is this? A whirler. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. 
You will remember yourself as a simple farmer. We have also removed your capacity to be rude. <laughs> this Jedi just cannot handle rudeness, man. Just so polite. Well, we're going to remember ourselves as a farmer, so we're going to be really fucking confused. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to be farming something, but I do not have a farm. <laughs> life is a lie. I remember myself as a farmer, but... <laughs> This is an elevator. Hmm. Hmm. This robe is kind of itchy. <laughs> Why do I have robes on? Is this a lightsaber? Why am I not wearing I any pants? The lightsaber. Do I farm with this? <laughs> I guess that confusion killed us. Which makes sense. But at least we got to ride in a whirler elevator one last time. <laughs> That's right. If you're gonna die, you might as well ride in a whirler. That was definitely a story. <laughs> it was technically a story. Oh man, I want to find out the good endings. What 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 could possibly happen here? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we are actually gonna keep going in this story, but we're gonna cut it into a separate bonus episode. Uh, so if you listeners want to listen to that, um, just tune into this the next part i guess in a separate episode um but if if you don't want to listen to any more of this story you don't have to we're gonna end it here once again what was this called star wars a new a new, a new galaxy. galaxy by jjj the banisher on chooseyourstory.com if you love the story or hated it tell us on facebook at facebook.com slash g-o-i-o-w podcast or on twitter at go your own way pod uh, you can also find our podcast, Go Your Own Way, on iTunes or on Overmental.com. And thank you, Ryan, for joining us for this adventure. Well, thank you for this adventure. <laughs> adventure of a lifetime. Something like You're that. You're welcome. All right. Well, see you listeners next time. Uh, if you want to join us for the bonus episode, you can. If not, then hear us next week. For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit Overmental.com. Thanks for listening.